Welcome to the Titletown Times, where we bring you all of our takes from all the news coming out of 1265 Lombardi Avenue. I'm Nick Fargo, and with me again is my buddy Bryant. What's up, Packer Nation? Yeah, let's go. Episode two on the way, and this is a very special episode this week. You know why, Bryant? Tell me why, Nick. Because the draft is less than a month away, and we made our seven-round mock drafts. Let's go. That's right. Yeah. I'm really. Oh, me too, man. Uh, we made these seven-round mock drafts on the mo- on the uh, mock draft machine on thedraftnetwork.com. Shout out to those guys. They make some really awesome podcasts as well. Go check them out on Spotify. Now, speaking I, of Spotify, oh, we're, we're also oh, on we're Spotify. on Spotify now. We're growing. Uh, we're on Google Podcasts as well, as well as Breaker, as well as Radio Public, and we're expanding here, so shout out to Anchor for making this possible. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to Anchor oh. for being the best. All right. So, um, how this is going to work is, uh, Ryan, I decided that you're going to go first, for, for okay. and we're going to do this pick by pick. Okay. All right, so Brian, who do you have us taking with the 12th overall pick? Okay, with the 12th pick, the Packers select TJ Hawkinson out of Iowa. Um, I really like TJ Hawkinson. I know we talked about him last episode, and it's very controversial with this pick because I know I know a lot of Packer fans are going to be like, we don't need a tight end. You know, we have um, Jimmy Graham, Robert Tanyan. Mercedes Lewis, Kendricks, but the way I see it is TJ Hawkinson can do everything a quarterback and a head coach could ask for, okay? Honestly, he's 6'5", 243 pounds, and is an absolute stud, all right? Last season, he, he hauled in six touchdowns, 760 yards, 49 receptions. He can run his routes, he can catch, he can block, whether it's the pass or the run, and he's a pretty fast tight end. Now, he's not the fastest, but he can he can get he can get the job done. So I'm taking him overall with the 12th pick. He'll be an immediate starter, and he'll be paired next to Jimmy Graham. You know, one thing about him as well is that he is a uh, he is the winner of the uh, John Mackey Award, which is given to the best tight end in college football. I forgot to mention that, but it's still it was too much. Oh no no, I, I get really you. Like I was just Hawkinson. adding to your point. Yeah, so I'm taking him with the overall 12th pick. All right, so I went a little differently here. And I went on the def- I went on the defensive side of the ball, and I grabbed us Ed Oliver, the defensive lineman out of Houston. <laughs> okay, this man is a monster. Okay, if you saw his pro day and you saw the way he moved athletically, I was like, he did, right? He did. Like, he's 290 pounds and moving like that, like he has no business moving like that at that weight. Like ridiculous. Like Hell he's yeah. he's got feet like almost a running back. Honestly, oh my god! Does. And like, and the thing is, you could move him all over the defensive line. So if we don't resign mm-hmm. Muhammad Wilkerson, which at this point it's looking like we're not, right? Like, get Ed Oliver. Just imagine that: Mike Daniels, Kenny Clark, Ed Oliver. Oh man! Sheesh. They gonna be oh eating. yeah, <laughs> that's a. I, I like your pick. I was okay. I was debating side of the the team I wanted to 
address first is what's most important. Oh, yeah. With the 12th pick. All right. 30th overall pick. Who do you have us selecting? Okay. With the 30th pick, I chose Dalton Reisner, offensive tackle out of Kansas State. Okay. So, once again, offense is very important. Rodgers isn't getting any younger. We have to protect them at all times. Um, you know, most of these guys that we'll be facing this year, they have some good pass rushers, and we have to protect them. And like you said, a guy like Ed Oliver, who's a certain weight and running that fast, we have to protect Rodgers. So he's a very versatile lineman, 6'5", 312 pounds. He's a great size um, for, for being an offensive tackle. He plays aggressive. He plays with attitude, which our offensive line definitely definitely needs. And I think he'll probably be a guy that will most likely um, replace Bulaga. And one of my favorite games that he was in was against Montez Sweat. He only allowed one quarterback hit. I, I did watch the tape thoroughly. I did. I, I know. I did watch the tape thoroughly. There was moments where Sweat got in the face of the quarterback, but didn't hit him. So Reisner definitely knows what he's doing. He has great awareness. He has a very strong strike. So I think he can handle the pressure. I want to see what he'll do in camp if we do get him. And I'm all for Dalton Reiser with the 30th pick. All right. So spoiler alert. Here's where I messed up. I didn't get an offensive tackle in this whole draft. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. (laughs) Oh, please stay healthy, Belaga. Oh, man. Well, I mean, uh, Billy Turner can move to right tackle if needed to. So Yeah, definitely. You know, I, I totally forgot while doing the draft. I totally forgot about him. And I know he could play right guard. It'll be interesting to see what, where, where we place him this season. Yeah, so. I think in a, in a pinch he can play right tackle. So yeah, I don't think I did too much of a boo-boo there. <laughs> no, no, no. All right, so uh, with my 30th overall pick, I have the Green Bay Packers selecting Noah Fant, the tight end out of Iowa. Man, this guy's 40 time. Oh my god. (laughs) Now, while people will say that TJ Hawkinson is like a young uh, is like a young uh, Gronkowski, I think of Noah Fant as a young Jimmy Graham. Oh, except he's a better blocker. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but like a younger Jimmy Graham, uh, who can make strides as a, a receiver of the football. He can create mismatches with his size. He's very fast for a tight end. You could even line him up in the slot if you need to. Um, no offense. Like, Iowa is tight end university right now. It really is. George Kittle, TJ Hawkinson, Noah Fant. Noah Fant, yep, there you go. My God. All right. So, who do you got us taking with the 44th overall pick in round two? Okay, with the 44th pick in the second round, the Green Bay Packers select... Andy Isabella, wide receiver, right, wide receiver out of University of Massachusetts. Now, I really did, didn't think necessary to draft a wide receiver simply because you know we have EQ, 
uh, Jamal Moore, MVS. But we need a slot receiver, and he does fit that that space that we need to fill. My concern here with Andy Isabella, and I'll get to the the good traits in him, is his height. There were some things that were saying he's like 5'8", 5'10", so I just put 5'10 to be safe. That's my biggest concern, because the majority of our wide receivers are all six feet and taller. But overlooking that, he's a very reliable slot receiver, extremely quick, very slippery, has the body control to adjust, you know, poor throws, great separation with the speed, and has great sense of tracking downfield. So... Imagine what Aaron Rodgers would do with a guy like Andy Isabella. Adams, Isabella, Allison, you know, MVS. Jake Kumaro, MVS, EQ, you know what I'm saying? And then our tight end. So this is another weapon for Rodgers. And like I said earlier, the majority of my first picks are all offense because I feel like our free agency was mainly defense. So I, I really like Andy Isabella and I'm glad that he was still available while I was selecting players. So I, I'm all for Andy Isabella, and I would like to welcome the Green Bay. <laughs> all right. So with the 44th overall pick, I chose Mr. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, the safety Oh, let's Oh, go. man. <laughs> so we got Adrian Amos, but we don't have anybody next to him. Now, Adrian Amos is a guy who can play free safety and strong safety. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson yeah. fits more of that free safety mold. And he can even play a little bit of corner if needed to. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but this guy, he might not get all the interceptions like that Nasir Adderley might get or something like that. But, right. man, this guy, his coverage skills are great. Um, he knows how to make plays on the ball. Even if he doesn't get interceptions, he'll knock it away from you. And his tackling isn't half bad either. So, uh, CGJ, welcome to GB. I like that pick. Yeah. All right. Who do you have us selecting right. 75th overall? Okay. With the 75th pick, the Green Bay Packers select Taylor Rapp, safety out of Washington. Now, I was surprised he was still on board because I did want to select um, Johnson with the 44th pick, but I feel like, like I said, offense is more important than focus on defense. But Taylor Rapp was there, and I had to snatch him up. Oh, yeah. I really like what I, I really like what I see from Taylor Rapp. Now there was moments that I watched this play. He doesn't. He has some issues. He. Okay, let me see where I, I where I wrote it down because I have some notes here. The good that I seen in him is that he is an impact striker, and we'll have people thinking twice before coming his way. Very aggressive, great awareness on field. One of my favorite things about him is that. When his motor is hot, he will not stop. He's in pursuit, and he's going to lay you out. And he plays with heart. Um, Rap, he's more of a box safety. And in man coverage against Titans. Um, my main concern is that he does give up big plays. But I think that's coachable, especially with a, a defensive mind like Mike Pettin. So I'm taking Taylor Rap. We need someone to pair him up next to Amos. So... I like Taylor Rapp at 75. <laughs> okay. So, Bryant, you might hate me for this, but in the third round, with the 75th pick, I took Andy Isabella, wide receiver out of UMass. <laughs> I got him around later. <laughs> yeah, I got him around later. Um, I couldn't say no to this guy. Same reasons that you had to pick him up. 
the thing with Isabella is, yeah, he might be uh, 5'10 or so like that, but the thing is, like, look at short receivers like Tyreek Hill. Like, I know Tyreek Hill's in a bit of a sticky situation right now, but on the field, on the field, uh, he's a freaking monster. They call him the cheetah for a reason, and Andy Isabella's got that speed. Oh, yeah, yeah. And honestly, you need that. Also, Deshaun Jackson, he's not the tallest guy ever. Uh, but he got speed. Yeah, exactly. With the like with the short people, you still have speed. Yeah, that's the thing with them. And sometimes uh, taller defenders will over pursue on a hit and then miss. Yep. So and he's very he's very slippery. I, there was a, a certain play I had to send to you later where he ran through two receivers, made them oh, both two, slip up. Two defenders, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two defenders. It kind of reminded me of something that Jordy would do. I think it was against the Rams that he did that, where he made two receivers chip over, uh, two defenders. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so it gave me that type of uh, Jordy vibe right there. So he's a lot. I like he's a lot shorter than Jordy, but. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, this will be our last. These will be our last picks before we go to break here. Um, in round four at number 114, who do you have us selecting, Bryant? Okay, I have us selecting David Long, linebacker out of West Virginia. Now, there is a lot of concern. I didn't really write it down because he has potential to be a starter, but he won't be a guy that will consistently get pressure on the quarterback, but he'll get enough to get the job done. Um, I really like the fact that he's pers- he's consistent enough to chase down the receiver or the running back, and he wants to make sure that you're down and you're not going to get back up. He plays with heart. He's a tackler. And I-, I just really like his presence overall. I like the energy that he brought to that West Virginia team. So I selected him with the 114th overall pick. All right. So with the 114th pick in round four, I selected defensive lineman out of Kansas, Daniel Wise. Now, ooh. Now think about this. Uh, Mike Daniels is going into the last year of his contract. And if we're not able to re-sign him, why not get some insurance, possibly, mm-hmm. for next year? And Daniel right. Wise has a lot of talent. He showed it off at the Senior Bowl that he could play uh, Mike Daniels' uh, three-technique position. Mm-hmm. Like, watch his Senior Bowl practice and watch the actual Senior Bowl. Like, oh my God, this guy is underrated. And the only reason he's not getting any spotlight is because he went to a basketball school like Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's going to do it for this segment. Now from a word from our sponsor here. And welcome back, everybody. Now we're on our second fourth round pick here at number 118. And Bryant, who do you have us selecting? All right, Nick. With the 118th overall pick, I have the Packers selecting Dalen Mack, defensive lineman. Wait, out of say Texas that again. Dalen Mack, defensive lineman. Out okay, Dalen Mack. Okay. Yeah. Um. So. 
like you said, like we said last episode, and I totally agree with you. You know, in case we don't sign Mike Daniels, he does walk, or Wilkerson doesn't come back, that defensive line is thinning out. So I decided, why not choose a guy and get Dalen Mack? Now Dalen Mack, he's a solid pick as a defensive lineman at this point. I see him being a backup, but he does have the potential to be a starter. <laughs> what really caught my attention about him was his production in Texas A&M. For his size, he shows great athleticism, had decent stats in 2018, 32 tackles, five and a half sacks, 10 tackles for loss, and one pass broken up. Uh, if he can stay on top of his conditioning, he has the ability to become a starter, as I mentioned earlier. That was his issue in Texas A&M. Um, but overall, I do like the pick. I think he, like I said, he could be a starter. But for now, he'll be a backup just in case, you know, knock on wood. But, you know, someone goes down the line. So, All right. So with the 118th pick in round four, I had the Packers selecting Justin Hollins, the edge rusher out of Oregon. Okay. Nice. So hear me out. I know that we got two really good pass rushers in free agency. However... There's this thing called rotation. Now, this, is, Thank this you. isn't Madden where, like, play... Again, like I said last episode, this isn't Madden where you can just roll the same guys out there and they don't get tired. These are real human beings that get tired. And you want to make sure exactly, that yeah. just because you're subbing a guy out doesn't mean your production of sacks has to fall, you know? Like, right. if, we can yeah. get, if we can get Preston Smith and Zadarius Smith out there on certain downs, and then we can get Kyler Fackrell and Hollins in on certain downs, and that could lead to a pretty solid pass rush rotation. Oh, yeah. I agree. And we get him at a pretty good value, too. Um, he didn't have the most productive season at Oregon, but I still think that he has what it takes. He's yeah, got pretty good we don't bend. Really get, we don't really get guys from Oregon. Right. I like that pick, though. Yeah, me too. Um, now, with the 150th pick in round five, who do you have us selecting? Okay. The 150th pick in round five, I have the Packers selecting John, defensive lineman out of Boston. John Baker? Now, yeah, John Baker. Wait, what? College? Okay. Uh, Boston. Wait, where is he from? Boston College? Yeah. Okay. And he's played... Um, uh, and wait, he plays what position? Sorry. Offensive lineman. Okay, offensive lineman at a uh, Boston College. Got it. Yeah. Now, I know some people are going to hate me, but... No, why the hell would you want to draft him there? Jo- okay, John Baker, he missed all 17 with a season-ending injury. Okay. Now I know that's a red flag right there. You want to replace Bulaga and you're drafting guys that are hurt. Okay. If you overlook all that, he is an aggressive run blocker, violent hands, and loves to bury opponents with his leg. It's like if that doesn't help you, then what will? But he can finish his blocks. He has a high football IQ and he's pretty much aware of his role on the line. So I like John Baker at 150 for depth later on you know he has the potential to be a starter so I like John Baker at 150 for Bob. all right so 
with the 150th pick, I had the Packers select uh, defensive back out of Kentucky, Mike Edwards. Now, he's listed as a safety on uh, on the draft network. However, I think he's going to be, like, his best role in the NFL is going to be as a slot, as a slot corner. Um, he's not exactly the rangiest of defenders. He's only, like, 5'9". But the thing is, I still can see and he's got a very good football IQ, so he knows um, what to do at certain points. And I think that's okay. a very... You know, like I think we need that kind of guy that was kind of a mix between being a slot corner and a safety. You know, like a certain Micah Hyde. I'm not comparing him to Micah Hyde. I'm not comparing him to him, but... Like I'm saying, like we were better when we had a versatile defensive back like that. Yeah, definitely. I, I agree with you. Someone to or, like someone to fill that type of role. Wait, what were you saying? Someone to like yes. how he did, how he was. Yeah, someone needs to fill that void. Okay, so in round six at 185, who do you have us taking, Bryant? All right, with the 185th pick, the Packers Miller, edge rusher at Penn State. Sharif um, Miller, not bad. Yeah, I, honestly, like I said, you know, this uh, really showed me a lot of players who, you know, really cared for and knew about, but it really has taught me a lot about, you know, certain players. Um, my concern here with Miller is he won't be the best pass rusher that we have on the team, but... You look at a guy like Kyler Fackrell, who was, you know, like myself, I was calling for his head for a while, like, dude, this guy does not belong on the team. And Mike Patin definitely utilized this guy and turned him into a guy that led the team with A double-digit guy. Yeah. Imagine what Sharif Miller could do. Um, he, my, another issue I have is he doesn't really have a go-to counter. Um, but like I said, Dylan Mack. All that, or I think it was Dylan Mack or someone else. It can all be taught, and he has he has the ability to fit our scheme. Very disruptive against the run. Send this from the edge. So I like Sherry Miller here. I think he has. Earlier, we need that rotation uh, because we can't keep guys like the Smith brothers, you know, constantly being the guys that we depend on. We need guys to step in. You know, because these guys will get tired as effective as we want them to. So, Sharif Miller at 185. All right. Um, at 185, I have us getting Preston Williams, the wide receiver out of Colorado State. Now, this guy came into Colorado State as a four-star high school prospect. Nice. First of all, what's a four-star What's a four-star athlete going to Colorado State for? Um, second of all... <laughs> Second of all, this guy is very underrated. And if it wasn't for some injuries that he sustained in college, I think he would be going a lot earlier. But to get him here in the sixth round is kind of a steal. He's a big-bodied receiver who can win those 50-50 uh, throws. So I definitely like him a lot. What was his name again? Preston Williams. Preston Williams. Sounds like a, a British guy. Yes, Preston Williams, sir. <laughs> maybe if he gets maybe if he gets like a touchdown catch, I'll be like, Jolly good show, Preston. 
All right. So we had another pick in uh, round six, 194. Who you got, Bryant? Okay. I have us taking a cornerback, Devontae Davis. Um, where the hell is this guy from? I don't remember where he's from. Texas. Uh, yeah, he's from Texas. Okay. Okay. I know corner isn't really a need. However, after losing Breland, we need someone back there. Um, so I wrote down after losing Breland to free agency, our corner depth has increased. And not by much. However, adding Davis wouldn't hurt. Coming at 6'2", 202 pounds, Davis has enough to make the roster. There's a lot of work that still needs to be done. He's a great tackler, has the strength to force his way past receivers, also has the potential to play safety if corner doesn't work. I still see potential in Davis, and I would love to see him in Green Bay. So definitely definitely needs a lot of work. He's going to be the guy, like, uh, what, what's that guy's name? Uh, Ladarius Gunner. That's who he reminds me of. Oh, wait, who does he remind you of? Ladarius La- Gunter, 36. The guy who was in the AAF. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's who he reminds me of. Not because he's a bad player, but just because of the place he gives up. Yeah. Now, like I said, he'll be a backup. He'll be a guy that makes the roster, but he won't be someone to start. So I think it's just for that, for that death, in my opinion, at this point. Because I'm really confident with Alexander... Uh, Jackson and Kevin King being back there as our, our trio. Yeah, I agree. I like the trio of King and uh, Josh Jackson if he can improve, and all and of course Jair. Like uh-huh. Jair's a baller. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. All right, so I got Josiah Tawa Afa. This is a new name, so uh, forgive me if I'm uh-huh. wrong, Josiah, if you're listening. Um, Josiah Tawa Afa, linebacker out of UTSA. Now, this guy, uh, he has that sideline-to-sideline speed that you like to see out of today's linebackers in the NFL. He's rangy. I don't know how good his coverage skills are, but um, I know that he has the tools to become a good coverage linebacker. Um, He did face some challenges at the Senior Bowl when faced with... uh, Yeah. No, wait, not at the Senior Bowl. Actually, it might have been at the Senior Bowl, but I do know that he faced a Power 5 competition in college. And uh, he struggled with Power 5 schools. And you know what the Power 5 is, right? The what? Power 5 schools? No, I don't know. Okay, Power 5 are like the main big conferences in college football. You got your Big 10, Pac-12, SEC, uh, Big 12, and uh, ACC. Okay. So, yeah, like... Basically, when it's a college that you've heard of, then they're probably in the big uh, power five. (laughs) Oh, gotcha. (laughs) All right. But uh, I think that he's got tools to grow. And if he does grow and develops into a future starter, then that's a steal at six in my book. Honestly, that's not bad of a pick. All right. Round seven, 226. Who you got, Brian? Okay. With our final pick in the draft, I have us selecting Kendall Joseph out of Clemson. He's a linebacker. Um, at this point, I kind of just drafted him simply because left that would fit our scheme. Everyone else either had injuries or just didn't really catch my attention. Um, he has tons, tons, and tons of work. He's going to be the guy that makes a rock likely to be on the practice squad. 
Um, give him two to three years, maybe max, to develop himself. Um, but one thing that I did like about him is that he's very reliable and productive. Uh, plays with anticipation to get off the the mark quickly. Um, he pursues with backside integrity. Um, some things I didn't really that was like his weakness is he doesn't backer. He's it, that's like um, his feet get heavy and change of direction. He gets washed out of position and doesn't really use his hands effectively to keep himself clean. So. I don't know. I, I just kind of chose him. Just like I said, doesn't really. The other guys didn't catch my attention. He addressed our yeah. major needs in the other rounds. So I think he'll be a guy that we just eventually develop, and he'll maybe become something in the next year or so. So. All right. So this might be a controversial pick to some Packers fans for me, um, but. <laughs> It's the seventh round, so screw it. Um, <laughs> YOLO in the seventh round. That's what I say. Hey, that, 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 hey, that's what I said. I was like, you know what? Screw it. Whatever. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. Bryce Love, running back, Stanford. <laughs> hey, let me let me stop you before you go. I say I wanted to draft the running back, but I was like, what would be the right area to draft one? But no one really caught my attention. But his name did pop up. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you know about this, Bryant, but Bryce Love had a monster 2017 season. He was up for the Heisman. Really? Yeah, he had 2,000, more than 2,000 all-purpose yards last year. Last year. The thing is, though, he's constantly hurt. Oh, God. The thing, like, he honestly should have declared for the draft last year. Because he would uh-huh. he would have been a first rounder, no doubt in my mind. He would have been a first rounder last year, so he co- mm-hmm. he cost himself a lot of money by going to college. But then again, a lot of us cost ourselves a lot of money by going. To- <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Bryce Love, I think take a chance on him, see what he can do. Uh, I I know that we have Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. But you know what? Solidifying that backfield in case one of them gets hurt, like you can't go wrong there. Especially, you especially and if it pans out those well. Numbers? Yeah, those numbers, dude. Come on. Yeah. And, and Packer fans, you got to remember, you know, like Nick said, these guys get tired. This isn't Madden. You know, Jones is a beast, yes. Williams is a beast, yes. But these guys get tired, and we need rotation. We need these guys to, you know, get. Get rest when they need it. We need them to come back when they have. We to. need them to stay fresh. Exactly. You don't want to, you know, expect these guys to always carry the team when they're fatigued as hell. You know what I'm saying? So, I like that pick are, at, with the seventh pick. We have one guy carrying the team, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So anyways, uh, I think that's going to do it for this episode. It's a shorter episode this time, but I think last episode was just us getting acquainted with everything. So anything else you want to say, Bryant? Let what you guys thought about our overall picks. If you guys agree, disagree, who you would choose with the 12th overall pick. Um, I hope you guys did enjoy today's episode. Uh, shout out to Nick Fargo. 
uh, the Draft Network for having that tool available for not only us Packer fans, but other football fans out there to create mock drafts for their teams and stuff. Yeah, don't forget to subscribe to the uh, podcast as well on whatever podcast uh, provider you're listening to. Um, and go Pack Go! Uh, draft is less than a month away, April 25th, five days after my birthday. Hey, yeah, all right. Go. Packers, give me something good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll talk to you later, guys. Go Pack Go! <laughs>